1: All right, welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush podcast. I am your host, John Chapman, and for our live viewing audience, I, I don't know if you guys notice anything different about me. Um, but I got the, uh, infamous Kyle Shanahan stamp, uh, 49ers hat, which has come out to a lot of different people. If you guys follow me on Twitter, it, it was open for about 30 minutes. Uh, the hat that Kyle Shanahan always wears on the sidelines. And so I blasted that out on Twitter and then it was gone. <laughs> it took like 30 minutes for them to sell out. So, um, anyway, I, I keep, you know, I got a little bit of a morning routine, and so i constantly checking in on if New Era makes any more of these hats, and whenever they do, I will put that out there again. But uh, I do kind of feel like in the Christmas spirit right now, just because, man, I bought myself a gift, and I feel great. But anyway, I digress. Uh, Monday Night Football is going on right now if you're joining us live, and usually I wait till Tuesday, but with tomorrow being Christmas Eve, kind of had to get an episode up now just so my wife doesn't leave me tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk some 49ers. Uh, we got a fun episode we're going to be talking about the offensive breakdown in the victory versus the Rams which man we got to be really honest with ourselves was all over the place Uh, there was a lot of good and there was a lot of really 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 bad so let's jump into it I'm throwing up the film now so again if you are watching this podcast with us whether live or on YouTube later Periscope Twitch uh, Twitter wherever uh, the film is up there for you guys now As always, if you do want to catch my audio notes and all that stuff as I break down everything, you do have to head over to the Patreon account. Um, Just type in patreon.com, P A T R E O N.com. There's an app as well, Patreon app. Just look up 49ers Rush Podcast and you can join us there. Just join that Frank Gore tier and you have access to all of those. We do two a week. And this video here that you guys are watching uh, starts off with a huge kickoff return by Richie James because that was just such a key part and then it goes through the every single offensive play of the game so, it was an hour and ten minutes of just breaking down the game which was a lot of fun and I do want to just give a quick shout out to uh, some recent Patreon subscribers that joined us over there Matthew, uh, Zachary, David, Lance Angel, cannot say thanks enough guys, really do appreciate it and all of the support that you guys bring to the podcast so um, enjoy watching the clips there but again if you want more just know that is available so a couple things i do want to talk to you guys about first off if you're watching the monday night football game as a 49ers fan there's two different facets that we have to look at when we're talking about playoff seedings okay it's going to be uh, basically first fifth or sixth that's what we've got so let's go through the possibilities obviously we control everything if the 49ers beat seattle um, next week, we're the one seed, regardless of what happens with every other team. We win, we're number one. Now, whenever we lose, or if we lose, I don't think we're going to lose. I feel very, very confident, especially with all the recent injuries um, that have taken place for Seattle. They are not at full strength at all. But let's be honest, neither are the 49ers. A lot of guys out for us as well, but uh, both of those teams, neither one are really uh, healthy, I guess you could say. So anyway, let's say hypothetically the 49ers lose. Here is how the five or six seed will be determined for the 49ers. It's the Minnesota Vikings. If the Vikings went out and we lose to the Seattle Seahawks, uh, we could be the six seed. Uh, that is a possibility. And we do not want the six seed. That is huge. Because instead of traveling to Philadelphia or Dallas, you would be traveling to, uh, man, I guess that'd be Green Bay or perhaps the Saints. Or, um, again, and this is even crazier, you could be playing Seattle back-to-back weeks because they lost. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of different formulas that get into this, and it's going to get a lot clearer after tonight. But the concept is this: um, you got to win. You win, you get a buy. You get home games. You lose. You go on the road, and you don't get a skip. (laughs) You got a whole extra road playoff game, which if you look at week 17, that's already a home playoff game in and of itself. So you got to be careful with that because it's definitely there's a lot out there. So uh, just want to say it's a big game, but right now what we're doing, everybody is rooting for the Packers, which is hard to do because that helps the 49ers the most, and it hurts Seattle Seahawks the most as well, uh, regardless of whatever happens. So uh, everybody is rooting for Aaron Rodgers, which is just yikes. That's, that's rough. It really, really is, but it's what it is. All right, let's get into a couple questions before we go over some offensive stats and grades uh, from Nick. Where's, will uh, Solace scheme uh, to stop Mobile Wilson, or does Seattle defense not allow that? No, you can. Um, you can kind of contain them. Russell Wilson's going to get out of the pocket several different times, and they'll have some plays that are intentional for him to do that. You know, they do the zone read play that you see Lamar Jackson do over and over and over again. The difference is Russell Wilson gives it almost every single time. And the only time that he keeps it is if they're in the goal line or if it's in the end of the second half or into, yeah, into the second half. So he he just waits. (laughs) He just gives, 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 gives until it's, you know, third and goal or there's just a huge play that they have to have. Then he keeps it now. I mean, the fact that we allowed Jared Goff to escape the pocket probably 18 times last week was huge. So definitely some scheme adjustments that could happen, but uh, we've played the Seattle Seahawks five times with this defense. So it does seem like they're just going to say, look, if you want to escape the pocket, we're going to let you. That seems to be the philosophy of Robert Sala's defense. He wants to sell out to stop the run, and he believes that if we stop the run, you can force third and long, and third and long, eventually, we're going to get after the the quarterback so that's kind of his scheme and he doesn't like to jump outside of that he will he, he will make adjustments in the second half never the first he doesn't make any adjustments in the first half so if something's working against us he's just going to ride with it and let that team do it 20 times in a row he has no problem with that he's going to wait till halftime to make an adjustment so take that for what you want And, yeah, Niner by nature does appear Marshawn Lynch is back. You know, if we look at the injuries for the Seattle Seahawks, they are down their top three running backs. Uh, They're done. Um, so they're probably not even coming back in the postseason Chris Carson had his hip Um, you had Rashard Penny was out two weeks ago then you had their third string guy was out this week as well so they're bringing in every running back that's ever played for Kyle Shanahan uh, I'm sorry that's ever played for the Seattle Seahawks offensive scheme under Schottenheimer so they're just bringing them all back (laughs) you're going to have Varshad Litch who hasn't played football in 10 months he's going to be starting week 17 and and yeah, I hate the Seattle Seahawks. I love Marshawn Lynch. Uh, I really, really do. I love the way his attitude, the way he plays, all those things. Um, so, yeah, uh, Donald Brown is out, which is probably the second most important player on their entire franchise next to Russell Wilson, their left tackle, who he did wonderful against Bosa last time. But he's not going to be out there. And so it, they have a terrible offensive line, and it they just lost their best piece. So, and the Vegas odds are in our favor as well. We are, even though we're on the road, we're minus three and a half. So, we're almost a full seven points better, according to Vegas, um, than the Seattle Seahawks. Now, Russell Wilson, whenever he's in prime time, he shows out. So we'll have to see what happens there. And, again, if you want to bet the game, I want to be watching that spread. I think it might go up. So if you want to get in on this action, you better do so soon because I don't think it's going to stay at negative 3.5. I think it's going to jump up to negative 4. Uh, we're going to keep going that direction. So if you want to bet the spread side for the 49ers, you better get in there relatively soon. And if you want to bet, as always, uh, the best supporters of our podcast has been Mybookie.ag. The number one sports book site on the interwebs. Uh, They have everything. You can... uh poker, football, college football, NCAA, NBA, they have everything. Whatever it is you want to bet, they got it. They have the most prop bets of any site out there, so if you want to bet something crazy um, you know that George Kittle's going to have seven catches, that's an option, and we're going to go through a lot of bets. Uh, we hit on almost everything but one last week uh, by two yards. We thought Jimmy Garoppolo was going to throw for 250. He goes for 248, and that cost us a little bit, but man, we, we got paid out on, I think, four bets last week if you bet with us on everything. Um, so, Stay tuned with us. We will have another episode later on in the week where we do break down um, some scoring things. But, again, head over to mybookie.ag, sign up with promo code 49ers, 49ERS. They're going to double your initial deposit all the way up to $1,000. Um, so really curious to see how uh, this week's going to play out. This is what the 49ers have built. Um You go 12-3, and (laughs) and you might be the sixth seed. Imagine that. The NFC is stacked. It really, really is. Outside of the NFC West or East, it is just completely stacked. Real quick, uh, 49ers did make a transition. Thank you, Niner by Nature. Uh, What do you feel about Anthony Zettel? So the 49ers go out, and they wave Jeremiah Valuga, and they bring in Anthony Zettel. Now, Zettel was a six-round pick out of... Penn State and he is a little bit more of a hybrid high energy player a little bit less of kind of your power defensive end which the 49ers are stacked with He's got to be a pass rush specialist now he's got seven and a half sacks on his career he's played with three teams over the course of four years uh, if you go through my Twitter feed I just tweeted out Gosh, I guess about two hours ago, I uh, put together just like a couple quick sack highlight reel of Zettel. So if you want to see what he looks like, he's a high energy, um, high motor guy. He doesn't really he wins a little bit more with speed and leverage instead of power. He's not a huge power guy, and most of his sacks were because he doesn't give up. He just keeps running, kind of Energizer Bunny esque, until he gets the quarterback. And a lot of his sacks are because the opposing um, defensive end. Flushes the quarterback out and then he cleans up. So yeah, I don't think he's going to get a lot of snaps this week, uh, but I do think that he'll be in there in pass rush situations to give Bosa just a little bit more of breather. He's taken so many snaps, so that's going to be uh, key. Uh, Nick, will Akello play better this game or be replaced? Here's the deal with Akello Witherspoon, and I, I kind of feel. I don't. I don't feel bad. Here's I put out a tweet just of the stats that he has given up the last two weeks. Completely uh, objective. It had nothing to do. Like it, it just said, I think it's time for Emmanuel Mosley, and I listed you know all the targets that he's allowed and all those things. It kind of caught fire a little bit, and it's been out you know <laughs> retweeted and liked you know hundreds and hundreds of times and whatever. Here's the deal with the Keller Weatherspoon. I like him. I really really do. But we've seen this twice from him where his confidence gets shot and his play follows. And he has played very, very poorly. And so if you want to stay with Akello Witherspoon, here's what you have to commit. you got to keep him in zone coverage. Akello can't play man coverage. Akello can't play man coverage, and it is obvious. Now, we have played back-to-back games against some really quality wide receivers, but he's getting burned against man coverage. You know, he you gave the touchdown pass um, up to the tight end. Everett, he's getting burned by Julio, which everybody does. Cooper Cup outran him without even making, like, a cut or anything. Like, if you're going to stick to Akello, you need to not bring five-man pressure because if you do that, then you're going to have to move him to man, and he just gets torched. Every single time Akello's in man, bad things happen for the 49ers. Uh, again, the defensive breakdown that I'll be doing later on um, this week, will I'll highlight that big time. So I do think Akello's going to get the start. Uh, Kyle Shanahan and Robert Sala, they don't like to make changes uh, we did see the brief change of daniel brunskill in at right guard he played very very well even though the grades didn't say uh he played well but he had aaron donald almost the entire game so that's a rough one nick thank you uh please hit the like button if you guys are listening that helps us out a lot hit like and subscribe that is the best way to help us out here we go from chris Uh, What do you think is wrong with Witherspoon? It's not just his pass defense. He's always been a poor tackler, Chris. He does not like contact. Uh, He was a soccer player, and you know he didn't start playing football till super, super late in uh, college career. So uh, he's he's a guy that just does not like to hit, and he doesn't wrap up. He just dives at the ankles, and that's just kind of what it is. So uh, yeah. It's confidence issue. And we've seen this with Akello twice now. Whenever he has a bad game, he allows it to roll over. When he has a good game, same thing. He's a momentum player. So the bye week is going to be more important for him than almost anybody else. Uh, You gotta he needs confidence. And the way that you give him confidence is you keep him in zone. Do not put that kid in man. Don't do it. (laughs) You don't want it. Um here we go. How much better are we with Tart in our secondary? So there's areas we're better. There's areas we're worse. We're better in run defense with Marcel Harris. I don't think anybody would disagree with that. Uh, Marcel Harris, even though he misses tackles, he's much better at keeping outside contain. Tart's had a problem with that his entire career. The, the problem comes uh, in the deep passing or anytime the strong safety, which is what Tart and Marcel Harris play, is not approaching the line of scrimmage. Marcel Harris is at his worst whenever he is retreating, whether a backpedal shuffle, man coverage, whatever, and he's moving away from the line of scrimmage. That is where Tart does very, very well. So it's you know you could do the whole cost pair analysis. Both of them have strengths, but yeah, the the defense is better with Jukowski Tart. I don't think there's any questions with that. But Marcel, he's played really, really well uh, the last two weeks. We we have bad taste in our mouth whenever you go back, uh, not against the Falcons. But against the Ravens whenever he came in and just you know was really really bad um, ever since then that first game he was rough but then after that he was great oh sorry it was against the Saints and we won that game uh, yeah, he was bad against the Saints and then it got better so it's what it is. Uh, real quick, how do we generate a pass rush? you got to win one-on-one matchups and you know teams are they're changing the pocket. Everybody understands who the 49ers defense who they are and there's been two different blueprints that have been given to beat the 49ers defense. Number 1, quick passing, okay? Just get the ball out quick. And the Arizona Cardinals showed everybody that. Uh, you know, if you go back to week 9 when uh, we barely won at the end of the game against the Cardinals 28 to 25, quick passing, neutralize the pass rush, and teams started to pick up on that. Now the Rams, they showed Move the pocket. (laughs) you got a slow, white quarterback. Don't let him stand back there and get his head taken off. So if you want to uh, do more vertical passing and get the ball downfield, you got to escape the pocket. And so that's the play-action bootleg, the rollouts, the protected, you know, you're shifting uh, the pocket and getting outside. That screws up the pass rush. And you mix in some screen passes, which – completely upsets the pass rush because you're going full speed at the quarterback and then you have to stop your momentum, turn around and go back the other way. It just wears you out. It makes you play more forward and back and side to side than just all gas, no brakes, go get the quarterback. So uh, those are the issues that are slowing down our pass rush. Now, Nick Bosa, however, has broken a rookie record for the most pass-rushing pressures in a year with 69, nice, Um, which he's still got another game. But Nick Bosa's been great. It's the other players that have been problematic. And again, a lot of it has to do with scheme because if all you have to do is if you're worried about a defensive end in our scheme, don't block them, (laughs) which sounds counterproductive. But what you do is, against Robert Sala's defense, Just make it look like a down run block. And what's going to happen with our defensive end and the wide nine, he's not going to shoot at the quarterback. His assignment changes to pursuing the A gap and stopping the run. So if you don't want the defensive ends to get you, all you got to do is just don't block them. Give them a down block look with your tackle or your tight end, and they're not going to go after your quarterback. And so a lot of people um, has has said, you know, a lot of people are upset with the lack of pass rush. It's scheme. We're taking our guys, and we're putting them in the garage, and we're saying, look, pass rush is nice. We want to stop the run first, and we care way more about that. And so as long as we stay in that kind of mindset, we're going to have problems. And You know, the Seattle Seahawks, they want to run the football, very similar to the 49ers. They want to run the football. Now, are they going to keep that kind of mindset with uh, you know, the Fifth string retired AARP sponsored running backs next week. We'll see. Uh, Fred Warner is going to eat, and I, I'm really excited to see Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, and Aziz going against Marshawn Lynch. That, that's just going to be a physical battle, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So, really excited to see about that. So, uh, from Ron it would be nice to have the refs call penalties a bit better for the 49ers yeah I'm with you I think the only game that I felt was called in our favor as far as penalties um, was the Falcons game and we lost it <laughs> the Falcons game I, I, I the whole time I was like man we are on the better side of all these and we lost but yeah I am with you it's been horrible there's been lots of bad calls uh, lots of missed calls I'm with you the refs Hasn't been a great season for any game. You know, with the Hot Mic app that I broadcast games, I do more than just the 49ers games. And even whenever I'm watching a game I'm completely non-biased on, there's several times I'm just shaking my head. Ron, I'm with you. It's been a lot of bad calls. (laughs) A lot of missed calls. It's just what it is. It's part of the NFL. I don't know what to say. Um, But yeah, if you guys want to be watching the broadcast this Sunday night, the 49ers have the last game Of the NFL regular season. And we are the... (laughs) Crème de la crème. We're the number one matchup that everybody's going to be watching. And everybody's playoff hopes rides on us. (laughs) And the Seahawks. Everybody's going to be watching us. And we get to close out the season. Which I'm so excited about. So if you want to watch that broadcast with us, download the Hot Mic app, one word, H-O-T-M-I-C. It's everywhere, Android, um, iTunes, wherever. They got it everywhere. Download it. Use promo code RUSH, R-U-S-H-E-S-F. Uh, one word and again if you don't if you're watching on YouTube just look in the comments description I put the link in there for you and how to do all of that so download that and what happens is it matches up with your TV syncs up and you listen to me broadcast the play by play and all that stuff and it's all 49er specific thing so if you don't want to listen to um, you know it's it's going to be on NBC So if you don't want to listen to the NBC, Collinsworth, whatever, just talking about Russell Wilson for two straight hours, download the Hot Mic app and come join us. It's a lot of fun. It's got a chat feature as well where you can ask questions, and then during commercial break I go over those, and it's much more of a podcast type of play-by-play feel, and it's a lot of fun. So please do that if you haven't already done that. I think we had, man, close to 600 people join us on the last broadcast, uh, which was awesome. I really, really enjoyed that. So just want to say thank you for those uh who have been out there raymond what's up man in australia appreciate appreciate it man from down under uh i almost did australian accent but it would have offended you and me so i apologize thank you raymond for tuning in really appreciate it and man i get a lot of emails raymond from people from australia new zealand um it goes all the way back to uh man uh goodness i'm th- the uh, Jalen, uh, it's not Jalen Hurd I'm missing the name uh, The punt returner that we had for a while The Hurd train um, And then Mitch Wisnowski as well So uh, love the support from the other side of the globe Which is awesome uh, Yeah, X, uh, I need one of them hats I love this hat man I haven't taken it out I went and checked the mail, got the box Put it on before I even got back to the, the house uh, Love this thing, I'm probably not taking it off Until we win the Super Bowl I'm just going to wear it every day uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, sorry Ben about the AARP sponsored running backs, if that offends you, if you are old, but if you are old, please reach out to Pete Carroll. He is looking for running backs. So uh, if you are an AARP member, just uh, along with Pete Carroll, the oldest coaching uh, coach in the NFL, uh, reach out. He- he's got you guys. So John Chapman looking like Freddie Kitchens. How dare you, Barack? You you. <laughs> that is awesome, uh, Damien. Uh, that was a hold on Ramsey with Sanders on the slant. Wasn't called. He had his backhand on him, and here's the rule. So a couple things. Emmanuel Sanders, real quick, he hasn't been good the last two games. Yeah, he had the huge catch, and that's awesome. And you got to celebrate that in coming up clutch and clutch situations. But before that... On his last eight targets, three of those passes were intercepted. If you go back two games, um, you know the last three interceptions have been targeted to Emmanuel Sanders. And so that's problematic. Now, he's not playing well, but that's okay. On, that, on the Jalen Ramsey slant interception, this is where Jalen Ramsey reached over with his offhand, batted the ball up in the air, and then a fellow um, defender picks the ball off. Okay, so you're allowed to have your hand on the back hip of the wide receiver. What you can't do is pull and turn him. So the reason why it didn't get called is uh, one, that's it, a really tough call, and it's kind of like a bang bang play that happens really quick. But number two, uh, number one, Emmanuel Sanders didn't fight for the ball; uh, he was retreating away. And two, he didn't turn his hips away, so he wasn't pulled away. So uh, Jared Hane, thank you, Harvey. I appreciate that. The Hane train um, dyslexia strikes again. Um, But you're correct. It was close, but I think it was the good no call. Um, Jalen Ramsey played a hell of a game except for that very last play (laughs) uh, where he got burned. And, And again, I talked about this on the broadcast of the game. They were doing a cover two under man, which means it's man coverage, and the first line of defense is supposed to be underneath. And you're supposed to stay between the quarterback and the wide receiver, and then you have two safeties deep. But the problem was Taylor Rapp, who was the safety and responsible for the half. He was playing the wrong coverage. He was playing a uh, cloud three or a deep three. There's lots of different ways you can call it, but where there's three safeties back, and he went to the third side of the field instead of the half, and he just took himself out of the out of the thing. So, um, it. But yeah, Jalen Ramsey, I can't stand him. I think he's a terrible teammate. But uh, he's a hell of a player, and I love that he gave up that play to lose the game for his team and get knocked out of the playoffs. That was awesome. That was great. Um, Seattle just signed Robert Turbin and Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, uh, I'm telling you, man, (laughs) it's a mess. It is a mess over there. And Again, if you look at Vegas and you look at the spreads and you look at all across, it doesn't matter where, even though the game's in Seattle, everybody's believing in this 49ers team. And why not? They play everybody close. <laughs> they played four straight games where the final seconds of the game, the game was decided. I am tired of those. I really want a game where <laughs> we we kind of jump out in front because, man, these cardiac kids, they're killing us. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm growing older and older as this season continues. But it's been a hell of a year. Uh, we got to be able to enjoy this. Every single fan base, especially you know social media brings this out the the guys and girls that are just like, "Oh, we suck uh we are exposed and blah 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 and it's like, hey, there's never been a team to go undefeated and win at all. You can go back to the 12 and0 Miami Dolphins, but that was twelve games. that's it. So it, even the Patriots and one of the greatest teams of all time, you know they go eighteen and0 and then they lose it in the end. So every team loses we're the only team this year. That we, I mean, we do have some losses, not trying to say we don't, we have three losses, but all three of those losses came on the last possession. So like, if you're upset by a team losing, here's what I would say, watch more football. Nobody wins at all. This isn't Madden, this isn't college, this isn't high school. There's not undefeated teams in the NFL. It just doesn't happen. Um, the fact that, again, we could finish with the best record <laughs> or uh, close to the best record in the NFC and be a six seed. There's a lot of good damn teams out there. There really, really are. So um, anyway, take that for what you want. You got to enjoy this. You got. We've been through a lot as 49ers fans the last six years. That's just what it is. So if you can't enjoy the 12-3 and three year, man, you might... I don't want to say don't be a fan, but just put it in perspective. Enjoy this. This is a great time to be a 49ers fan to be part of the faithful. It's faithful then and faithful now. And this is one of the faithful now. And there are little kids all over the United States. I'm a teacher. I'm around these little these little suckers. And they're all starting to become 49ers fans because they're so damn fun to watch. And just like there were little kids that became fans with Joe Montana and Jerry Rice and Steve Young and Deion Sanders and all those things, there's a whole new crop that's coming that are going to be 49ers fans because they keep winning because they're always on prime time because there's people like jimmy g and fred warner and bosa and all these different guys out there people love that and they're attracted to it so enjoy <laughs> don't be the person that's always negative negative. and i know somebody's listening to this right now it's like oh i'm not negative i'm just a realist uh but man we're 12 and 3 And that's got to feel good. Raymond, thank you. Uh, Got the hot hot mic worth the download. Enjoy the comments and your knowledge. Thank you very, very much, Raymond. Uh, Very kind words. And you guys don't have to always be nice. I like negative comments and constructive criticism as well. Um, You know, it's... When we started this podcast three and a half years ago, good Lord, uh, I had no clue it would turn into what it is now. Uh, You know, one of the coolest things happened uh, Sunday night or Saturday night just after the game. Man, that was just a few days ago, two days ago. Uh, Somebody sent a picture, uh, the 49ers hive. Uh, which is an awesome Twitter account, Uh, 49ers Hive. It's a great way to get 49ers info out there. And they sent me a picture. They were in line at McDonald's in the drive-thru. In the car in front of them, uh, (laughs) the Uber driver had their phone mounted uh, listening to the 49ers Rush podcast, and that's really, really cool. Uh, You know, I went out to the L.A. game and wore my 49ers Rush podcast shirt, which you guys can get if you head over to NinersRush.com. Just click on gear, and you can customize the color, hoodie, long sleeve, short sleeve, whatever Uh, you can have have that but man a lot of people you know recognize you and say hey man love the podcast all that kind of stuff it's pretty cool and so just want to say thank you because without all the positive results and you know people saying hey how do we get film up here during the broadcast that took me three months to figure out and several different programs had to buy and teach myself I'm not a technology guy but whenever people say hey how do we do can we have this can you make this happen hey can you do this and hell yeah I can So, but I don't know what to do I'm not great at ideas I'm great at football and I like to talk a lot um, so if you have ideas beta, it would be really cool if you guys could put this together reach out to me email me 49 podcast at gmail.com uh, you could DM me on Twitter it's probably the fastest way at JL underscore Chapman but we've got a Facebook account we've got a, <laughs> a Facebook page 49ersRushPodcast we're on Instagram now a lot of you guys have head over there already and you know we're on LinkedIn we're everywhere we're expanding so if you have ideas of what you want, uh, we want to get that to you. One of the best ideas that was given to me about two months ago was for the offseason to start a football one-on-one video series where I explain from the ground up, giving video proof and just going over language and commentary and schemes and why this works and why things don't. And we've got a whole team working on that now. So even in the offseason, the 49ers Rush podcast, they're, we're going to keep going. And we're going to keep bringing A-plus content, but we're never going to be satisfied. So if you guys have any ideas, please, Lord, um, <laughs> just send it over, whatever you got. Um, let's see here. A couple more questions real quick. What do you think of Debo being um, all over the field? I love it. I absolutely love it. He had the most force missed tackles of any of the running backs, um, you know, He's getting the ball on end of rounds in the orbit motion. He's in the backfield just getting simple, (laughs) you know, zone reads, even though it's not a zone read in our offense. Jimmy's not going to keep it zone give, whatever. I love it screens get Debo the ball you can't get the ball in that kid's hands enough to build his confidence and also another thing I wanted to talk about today this was the first game we haven't had a drop in eight weeks we didn't have one pass dropped uh which is huge Uh, and you know we've had a lot of drop passes Debo who you know he's still leading the entire NFL in drops which is a problem but hey he didn't drop any this week. So <laughs> uh, what do we say? <laughs> you, you take it one day at a time. It's what it is. Um, let's see here. You say if we lose more than 49er faithful, what to hear? Yeah, I do say that. John Chapman, you suck. Yeah, I appreciate that. I love it. Bring it, man. That's my love language. I didn't get a lot of hugs as a kid. So I, I love all these negative... <laughs> comments uh, let's see here in what way do you think losing josh gordon affects the seattle's offense he was a third down machine josh Gordon's snaps were very low The entire time for the Seattle Seahawks, even, you know, he joined, he would just go in on third downs and goal line situations. He wasn't getting a lot of snaps, but he was the first read a lot of times. And the fact that he is out, that complicates things way further. And they've got a lot of young wide receivers out there, but they're not, um, they're, they're struggling on offense. It is Russell Wilson. And it's, you know, uh, DK Metcalf's doing all right. Tyler Lockett's very, very special. But he's a streaky guy that doesn't get a lot of volume. It's just Russell Wilson and those three guys. And, you know, we'll have to see what happens. Hollister, their tight end, he, he's, he's a go-to wide receiver for him now. And he had a hell of a game against the forty ers last time. They're going to have to step up. They really are. Barack, to your answer, I'm not going to read. The answer is not yet. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Alan, uh, football 101 would be awesome. I'm not American, didn't grow up playing the game. 101 would help uh, join the dots. Yeah, that's why we're doing it, Alan. And, again, if you are – Alan, if you hear something, and maybe that's what I need to do. Whenever you're watching a football game and they say something, and you're like, what the hell does that mean, just message me. Hey, John, what does this mean? Uh, On Twitter, that's the best way or wherever, and I'll find the video clip that kind of shows that, and I'm just building a library, and we're just going to go through stuff, and that's what we're going to do. So uh, do you think Buckner is playing with an injury unreported? He's playing soft. He is not up to par and not quite sure. Why that is the case, Damian, I really, really don't. I love DeForest Buckner. Um, You know, Before this season, I I had him rated as the number three most important player for the 49ers behind Jimmy G and Kittle, and he's playing well. He's playing good football. He's playing very good starter-level quality football as a three technique, but uh, the claim that he is a top three interior defensive lineman, you can't make that logically anymore. You really, really can't. Last year, you could have. Uh, This year I don't think you can Um, Is he a top 10 guy I think so on the inside? Sure, I have no problem with that. Do I hope we sign an extension to him? Yeah. But the extension for Buckner, it's not coming until Eric Armstead gets paid. Eric Armstead has vaulted himself past them, and they work off each other. Uh, they both benefit from the way they play. Uh, so that that's huge, and it's not uh, him or this, but whenever it comes to money, it does kind of turn into that a little bit because there's only so much money to go around. Hopefully you can find a way to keep both of them. Um, really hope so. Hey, John, when are you going back to doing the breakdown? Uh, that's what got me in your show in the first place. So yeah, Barack, um, YouTube took them all down. I, and uh, every time I kept putting them up there explaining, uh, YouTube, uh, I'd spend hours putting together those film breakdowns and YouTube just hated it and took it down. So uh, a couple listeners asked me to start a Patreon page, which is what you're kind of seeing some of that now. And so anyway, if you want that, it's on Patreon. So what you have to do is just head over to patreon.com, uh, type 49 podcast you have to join the Frank Gore tier it's eight bucks a month and then you get all those video breakdowns so those are still up you just got it kind of had to go behind the paywall sorry about that guys Um, but anyway so yeah lots of fun we've got a great week lots of injuries lots of things to monitor as we go on the 49ers get an extra day and man uh this is going to be fun guys now it's going to be an interesting week with christmas and all that stuff happy holidays to everybody hopefully you enjoy your time with the family and if not uh make sure you get lots of alcohol to get through your time with the family and enjoy yourself some way or the other but uh we're going to be back we're going to have lots of stuff but it's going to be a little bit of a different schedule one we have an extra day and then the holidays as well so just want to say thanks again for all of the support guys um man holidays are here and this is awesome. Lots to celebrate as a 49ers fan and we will be back sometime soon um, with the defense and we'll ask some more questions and some more film and all those things. So thanks guys. Appreciate all the support and as always, stay strong faithful.